to episode 50 of Roaming Reigns. We are back. Back again. Guess who's back? Tell a friend. That was, of course, Die, 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 My Darling by the Misfits. From the Collection 1 vinyl one of my favorite tracks I probably heard Metallica's cover of it first from the Garage Inc. days and then I went back discovered the Misfits became one of my favorite songs ever by the Misfits it is Saturday November 21st 2020 welcome back welcome everybody to episode 50 thanks for listening Thank you for listening in Ireland, England, Netherlands, France, Europe, Asia, Western Europe, the North Pole, Scandinavia, Africa, India, the Middle East, wherever you listen, Canada, Newfoundland, Ontario, Greenland, 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 Iceland, the Western coast of Canada, Alaska, Hawaii, Philippines. Japan, wherever you listen, thank you. Shout out to everybody that still listens. I think I just checked the analytics a little earlier when I was logging into Anchor. We're up to 1,334 plays, so thank you. It would have been a lot cooler if it was 1,337. Snooch. But it's all good, so thank you for listening. Shout out to all the homies, Alex, Britt, Amy, Sam, Chris, Dave and Chris, Julie in Arizona, quote unquote, holding it down as they say. Shout out to Amy holding the fort in California. Shout out to Alicia and her boyfriend and their kid holding it down in Nebraska. I don't actually know who listens to the show in Texas. Well, a couple people. Shout out to Tammy. Shout out to the ex. I think she still listens. So, yeah. What a fucking week. From last week to this week, I don't know what to say, except this isn't NPR. I wish this was NPR. I wish this was fresh air i wish this was a terry gross program or any of those insightful and enlightening programs that npr puts out can you tell i've been listening to a lot of npr all week because i have on the radio no less not even internet so the story goes first of all let's check the day counter it's day 233 of no social media and of course we're not counting reddit by the way, Reddit's interesting. I, Reddit happens to have some quite interesting, smart, albeit characters all their own. And no, it doesn't matter where I go, I guess these characters seem to find me. Now, I'm not saying this in a negative light because, well, more on that, more on the Reddit minute in a second, but. Yeah, 233 days without social media. It's all good. Also, without an internet, I think we're going on a week, two weeks almost. So since the last episode of The Mandalorian dropped, this one, so two weeks. So episodes 11 and 12 of The Mandalorian, which I've seen. I'm all caught up. And then my Disney Plus membership actually expires tomorrow. So what a year it's been. Anyway... I did watch the last, the newest episode of The Mandalorian and the one before that. I had to use my phone's mobile hotspot to watch because, again, as it stands, my sister has taken the Wi-Fi in this house hostage, which means everyone else is blocked from it except herself and my two nieces that use it for homeschool and the Roblox. Now let's put a little pincushion, a little marker on Roblox because that'll be interesting. My nieces have been trying to get me to play this game, this Minecraft type of game, 
but I don't know if I want to do that. So, Plus, if I download it on my Chromebook, it'll take about a day. I'm sorry, I just burped into the mic, but I just had a little bit of coffee. So yeah, Roblox, it, it looks like Lego little avatars. It looked like Minecraft, minus the Minecraft, and you do weird stuff. I don't know. You jump around. You do parkour off of things. How is that fun? Give me Friday the 13th. Give me Mario Kart 8. Give me a Switch. That's what I like. Even if I had a PS5 or an Xbox, Xbox, Xbox Series X, if I had one of those, I would still just play Friday the 13th, Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Simple games, probably not online. And maybe watch 4K movies. I think I have a couple from when I used to get 4K steelbooks. And now I don't, but I've never seen a movie in 4K. But I, I might be the, the owner of one when Tenet comes out, since Tenet will come out in December. So I scraped together a few shekels, a few coins, sold some stuff, and I will be watching Tenet in this bunker, in this room. In the safety and privacy and comfort of my room, I will be, I will be watching the world's, the year's biggest movie on the smallest screen. Well, it's not a small screen. This TV that I have, it's a plasma, it's a flat screen, but it's not a smart TV. It's thirty. It's a thirty-seven inch flat screen. Nooch, Le legit thirty-seven inches. It's a Sanyo, and it it looks pretty decent. It's not a Samsung TV, but I like it. But yeah, that's where I will be watching Tenant instead of on IMAX. By the way, before I move on to other topics, and can you hear? the joy and the pep and the energy in my voice. That's how I feel. Anyway, before I get off the topic of movies, maybe I rented the new mutants on Redbox with a free code. On the one hand, I'm kind of bummed I didn't go see it at the movies. On the other hand, it was a really good movie. So if you guys haven't seen the new, the new mutants, it's pretty dope. It's Macy Williams from Game of Thrones. Arya? Arya, the little one, right? The the lesbian-ish one. Anyway, she plays a lesbian shapeshifter mutant. She turns into a wolf. But but it was cute. It, it didn't I don't mean it in, in a negative light, like oh she's a lesbian. I can't watch this. It's distracting. No, it was cute. The the movie itself had like horror elements and shit, so it was a mutant thing. I'm not going to spoil it, but I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't a rated R movie. It was PG-13, but it was, it was cool. Cool enough that I might even suggest that my nieces watch it because it's PG-13, but I liked it. That girl from Split, who was also in Glass, she's one of the mutants. I think she might be related to Colossus, but I'm not sure. But they're all good. Oh, and... Jonathan from Stranger Things was a mutant as well. I don't know what his powers are, but it was, it was a good little movie. Good little indie horror mutant movie, which is good. I guess since I started on the topic of movies before I move to the subject of Where's My Mind by the Pixies and why I sound so shitty, I'll stick to movies in a little bit. Let's see. What else? Oh, Wonder Woman 84 is going to drop on HBO Max and at theaters. I have a, an ominous feeling that movie theaters are going to tank just because of this. I don't know if they'll ever recover, so that's going to suck. Although subscription services to watch movies isn't a bad thing. Most people already have big TVs anyway, so why do they need a big screen? But you do kind of miss the movie-going experience the drive-in thing, but so there's that. I feel emotionally drained because prior to recording, I watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special on HBO Max, and it took a lot out of me, especially when they got to the James Avery tribute who died seven years ago, Uncle Phil. 
that was heavy. That they talked about the the father episode of Fresh Prince. They talked about the end. Everybody looks cool. Everybody looks awesome. Everybody else is that's alive except for James Avery. Uncle Phil's died dead. Everybody else was there. Aunt Viv came back. Two Aunt Vivs. So that that was cool. The, like the whole conversation with Will and Aunt Viv was healing and emotional. But anyway, it just took a lot out of me. I I've I've been watching the Fresh Prince here or there. I think I'm up to season three, but it was emotional. This whole goddamn year is emotional. I don't want to get into the news too much, but this is El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. If I didn't fail to mention that already, the best podcast in this town, undisputed. So, yeah. So, even the BBC news is saying that El Paso's COVID outbreak is bad. Deaths are up. What else? They're using fucking badness, just news. So the morgues are full, the fucking funeral homes are due or are full. I don't know. It's fucked up. I hate the fucking news, man. I hate it. What I like to do more now is, I, I haven't read so much, which sucks. I need to clear my head and read again, because, I don't know. And it doesn't matter if it's comics. Well, I did read 1984 a little bit. I went to the post office two times this week, Monday, to drop off a Social Security certified package letter thing for my mom. And then Friday to pick up my older sister's some bullshit that she ordered since she's at work she can't pick it up so i went there and both days monday and friday i made sure to get there early so i don't have to wait because you literally have to bring a fucking folding chair to this bullshit fucking post office for them to give you anything most of the people there are people that got new houses and need keys for their mail for their mailbox and they never have keys for them but anyway Friday when I went to pick up my sister's stuff, there was a man who brought in a folding chair. That asshole was there at the line. They hadn't opened. They opened at 9. They ended up opening at 9.10, 9.15. So he was banging on the door already, upset. And the fucker was wearing his mask like a chin diaper. His nose was sticking out, so what an idiot. People were crowding. People were, eh, they were kind of maintaining social distance here or there. Nothing too bad, but not the greatest. There was a soldier in front of me. He was there to get some keys. He's not seeing those keys until next year. I got to tell you that. <sighs> anyway, so I did that. Thursday the 19th. Yeah, the 19th was my mom's 65th birthday. So we celebrated and got her some ceramic kitchen knives, color-coded they were on sale on Target, half price. They sold out. I got her a set, got her a card, wrote some stuff. Fortunately, I can take her to IHOP or Denny's or one of her favorite breakfast spots on her birthday. Even though she gets it for free, I'm not taking her out there. But I baked cinnamon rolls and I baked brownies, sugar-free brownies for my mom. So the story goes is her actual birthday is the 16th, but in the town that she was born in in northern Mexico, northern central Mexico, excuse me, it took them that long to get from that small town to an actual municipality for them to register the birth certificate, which was almost a month after she was born. So, no, two months. So it was September 16th. They didn't get there until the 19th of November. So, so in all her records and everything, it says her birthday is November 19th. But we... Our family, us, her kids, know that her real birthday is on Mexican Independence Day, but because they didn't have means to travel, it took them two months to get and register her birth certificate. So, But yeah, she's 65. She's healthy. She's happy. She just had a dental appointment this week that I took her to, 
and a new yearly doctor's checkup as well. So thankfully, thank God she's well. Just a little cranky that I've noticed. Cranky, forgetful, repeating the same stories, which is a little a little worrisome, but not not too bad. She's outlived her mother. My grandma died when she was 50 or so. So she's outlived her own mother by 15 years. And my other aunts, her sisters, never made it past late to mid-40s. One died in a car wreck in Missouri. The one that died from stomach cancer died close to 50. So I'm counting my blessings. I'm not trying to sound morbid or anything, but I'm just glad I have her. As cranky as she is, is you know, she's 65. Still alive. Episode 50, the tribute episode, the birthday episode, not tribute, the celebratory episode for my mom. But I guess there's good in that. Myself, I'm just trying to stay sane by watching movies and DVDs. I'm not going to stoop so low as to watch regular over-the-air TV yet, but I've been watching DVDs. I have a stack of DVDs from the library that I already watched, but I can't return, so been going through some of my old stuff again like copies of dvds that i made from rentals a long time ago and shit like that i think i should get back into my comics i don't know i just hit the slump like i'm doing the yoga i'm day 21 of yoga oh a couple days ago in the car no less I'm wearing my sciatica wrap. I'm wearing everything I'm supposed to go on my walk. I think it was Wednesday. And I get out of my car to close the fence so I can drive off and go to my walk, which I ended up walking almost two hours that, that night. But so I kind of like straighten up in my car seat so I can put on my seatbelt. And I felt that familiar fucking sciatic pinch. So I kind of fucking exacerbated it a little bit. Not too bad. Kind of hurt it. But so for the last two days, I've been popping naproxen anti-inflammatories, which I hate to admit, but the yoga's helped. Like it, it doesn't hurt, but it literally after that on Wednesday, just sitting down it fucking hurt it. Like you could feel like my spine, the nerve, the sciatic nerve was being fucking crushed and pinched. And I was afraid I wouldn't be able to straighten my back out. So fuck it. I hate taking drugs. I do. Especially the get them drug for fucking gout. But how are you? How are you guys? I hope your parents, your kids, your brothers, sisters, nephews, and nieces, dogs, cats. I hope everyone, everyone's doing fine. My my uncle, last I heard, got cremated and his remains are being transported to Colorado as we speak. My ex's grandmother has been interred and... It was a strange experience, so she told me a little bit, not too much in detail other than she was a pallbearer at her grandmother's funeral, and then she had to watch from 100 feet away because the funeral service only allowed uh, 10 people to be present at the cemetery, so that's kind of fucked up. So rest in peace, her abuela, rest in peace, I should say. I mumbled them. I don't like talking about this shit. But apropos of that episode, I found my copy of Meet Joe Black, which I haven't watched in forever, so I might just watch that. It's There should be a movie called Meet Jose Black or something like that about Mexican. I mean, that was like the whitest movie ever, like fucking Brad Pitt, Claire Forlani, and Anthony Hopkins. I don't remember any ethnic people in there, but... Not a big deal. I'm just saying there should be the Mexican equivalent of that. Should I should write that. Copyright 2020. Nobody steal that. But as I'm looking at the Misfits vinyl artwork, Die, Die, My Darling. Yeah, so this is the Earth AD. No, this is a collection, so it's not the Earth AD album, but it's like the greatest hits for the Misfits. I, I like getting shit like that on vinyl. It sounds really cool. Not because I'm an elitist hipster asshole. I just like how it sounds. Plus, don't get those Victrola. Don't get those suitcase record players. They suck. I like this thing because it's got a radio, CD player, Bluetooth, 
and cassette, so and try to keep it clean, but it's dusty as fuck up here. I guess that's one thing that's depressing. The bunker, I feel like I've been in here too long. I mean, I do get out, I walk, I go out and do the curbside shopping, and Thanksgiving is coming up actually in less than a week, so I guess I should be thankful to have a fucking roof and the fact that these last couple days have been nice weather. Shit, the air conditioner's still on, and it's November. It's late fucking November. Last year in October, it was fucking freezing. But here we are. Sunny, clear weather, health. Car car has a tank of gas. Everyone's healthy. My sister got a turkey at her work. My younger sister. The schools that deliver meals for my nieces, they gave them turkey lunches, so they had some turkey. They shared some with us a little bit. I feel like for Thanksgiving, we got to be thankful for a lot of things. Even if you don't believe in God or, or any deity, or if you don't believe in Alanis, because she is God, you should give thanks. Even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're in Ireland or Europe or fucking Netherlands, France, wherever the fuck you are, you should give thanks. Just got to make it through this fucking year. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling all over the place, but that's how Bill Burr does it. He's been doing it for years. And I think I'm going to write into his podcast one of these one of these days and ask for a little bit of advice. But it's been cool. It's been cool. I just, the other day I was thinking, actually yesterday I was thinking, if, God forbid, anything happened to me, all I'd have, all I would have to do is give my nieces a link to this podcast and they would have at least 100 hours maybe less maybe more close to 70 80 hours of me just blathering on about bullshit and they can get to get they can get to know their uncle that way at least spanning across five years since five years is almost half my youngest niece's life and she has this record of my demented ravings that she could look back and say, hey, that's my uncle, and, and that's what he was concerned about, and that's what he liked and who he was, and it's kind of cool. So I'm guessing I should watch what I should say, but I won't. Because they, if they're interested, not now, but when they grow up or whenever, and if the future still has a log of this, they can come back and be like, that was our uncle. and That's kind of cool. I just think about it because like my second oldest niece, her dad's dead. She only knows about him from what we tell him, what my sister tells him. So I probably won't have kids ever, but if they listen to this, they can <laughs> pull back the curtain a little and, and see who I am. I just, I just thought about that. Just if they have an interest, I mean, they don't have an interest in this shit now, but this will be my legacy. This will be my therapy and my legacy. And yeah, I just thought they might enjoy it. I've missed a lot of wrestling. I missed a lot of everything. The pop culture stuff, of course, and the news. I'm, I'm only sad, and I'll probably end with this, and then I'll move on to the next stuff in the next couple minutes. But effective immediately, the library is temporarily suspending in-person services such as curbside delivery and return of library materials, materials until further notice. Online services such as ebooks, audiobooks, movies, magazines, and television are unaffected. That means... It's like a library streaming service. Of course, it's not affected, but since November 7th, so it's almost going to be 20 days since they shut down the library again. So not only that, that's depressing for the people that work there, but yeah, I'm probably going to close out this year not working. <laughs> so there's that. I have been getting my steps in. I have been doing yoga, but sometimes I just can't shake this fucking feeling. But I don't know. Oh, I was going to say, like, I watch Christmas movies with my nieces and just enjoy that and try to help them with their homework. Rake the yard, clean up all the leaves, do everything, and yet still arrive back at the bunker with my thoughts and have this weird fucking feeling. I don't know. Just want to get through this fucking year. Plus, if there's a Santa, I hope he brings me a Nintendo Switch. But until then, I'm going to have to 
put on a little ditty, a little Misfits ditty, and then return. So enjoy for part two. It's coming. Just one sec. episode 50. A little bit more Misfits action there. I gotta say, most of my vinyl collection is comprised of the Misfits. No shame. Or as my ex, just flouted Misfits tattoos. I actually enjoy the music. Well, I'm sure she did. Actually, I don't know. She probably did. She... And then I'll get off the subject of this. She liked the attention it brought. And sure, she went to Misfits concerts, so did I. 
but I'm am I seriously doubting her commitment to Sparkle Motion? Yes. I mean lifestyle versus I don't know. I don't know. Am I going to contest who's the bigger Misfits fan? Me, obviously, I weigh more. Well, at the time, she weighed more, but now I do. End of subject. I love the Misfits. I don't give a fuck if she does or not. I don't care. Plus, vinyl sounds cool. Plus, it's the whole novelty of having the fucking album in your hands, seeing the grooves, putting the needle on it. Hearing the music, yeah, I sound like fucking John Cusack in High Fidelity. Fuck it. I actually have a crate for my vinyl now. So it's a pink crate. I guess it was an art crate that not the tattooed fucking Misfits alt girl X. The one before. She had for her art supplies. And when I moved back, she put some of my stuff in it. And I have it. And now it houses my vinyl. So full circle. Putting it to good use. Why can't I get my energy up? I literally just finished my one cup of coffee just now in the interlude, intermission. I know why. Because it's Tim Hortons and I don't like the taste of it anymore. It's It's been sealed and I, I haven't made any, but this week I've just been wanting to get rid of it. I don't fucking like Tim Hortons coffee anymore. And to circle back around to Colorado, I wonder if Sam and her husband Chris, the homies from New York, have moved safely and soundly to Colorado. It seems like this pandemic hasn't really stopped people from moving because I know a lot of people have moved. That's fine. I haven't moved for about a year, almost two years in January. It's fine. Change is a big deal for me. But anyway, about Colorado, I think I like Starbucks's Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak. I did that second one on purpose. I like Starbucks's Pikes Peak blend the best now. So that's what I would prefer. Unless it's a cold brew or something, but I would prefer the Pikes Peak. Because that Tim Hortons shit is just... I don't like it anymore. I don't know what it is. So I hope everyone is stoked about Thanksgiving, Black Friday, not so much other than because of the 2020 edition of the TESD Christmas pod, which I'm stoked about, drops on Black Friday. So it's a little nostalgia for some old fucker like me who eight or nine years ago waited for those first pods to come out on Black Friday and then listened to them in line at Black Friday. I did. I have actually stood out in the snow in a snowstorm during Black Friday to get into Target to buy my sister a fucking sweater or some sort of weird shirt. It was a blouse or something that was like on sale for three bucks. I didn't want anything for myself except for maybe movies or pajamas or pajama pants or whatever but she wanted this fucking super dirt cheap blouse and I went and I got it for her and I found it I found it in the fucking chaos if you've ever seen the beginning of the movie Krampus that's how it was and I found the motherfucker and I used to go to all these Black Friday events and then I stopped like in the last three or four years I just couldn't handle it and then just realize, hey, online shopping is the way to go, so fuck going there. Even now, I'm not even thinking about it, but there's still people that people would fucking camp out. They would camp out days, like around this time, maybe since Monday, to get to the stupid fucking sales for Friday. No, Thursday. And now they're not doing that, so I think this is another positive thing to come out of the pandemic is no bullshit, no asshole fucking Black Friday shoppers, obsessive motherfuckers, but 
I am a fan of the good deals, but I'm not going to camp there. And I'm not going to. They had a porta potty and they had an encampment of people outside of Best Buy. Fuck that. This Chromebook I'm recording on cost me 80 bucks from Target last year. Ordered online. Fuck you guys. The shoppers, not, not you listeners. Fuck Spotify. No, fuck SoundCloud. Shit. I got to edit that out. No, no, no. Fuck SoundCloud. Thank you, Spotify. Unfuck Spotify. Fuck SoundCloud. There's a moment of dyslexia. What do you want me to say? Yeah, so fuck SoundCloud. Love Spotify forever. Love Anchor. They've been very good. I'm kind of glad I didn't go with Amazon. I don't know why. I just feel like Amazon would be a lot of fucking heartburn and ball aches and shit. I don't know. But Spotify has been cool. They don't pay me like Joe Rogan, but who cares? Speaking of Spotify and music, the 20th anniversary of Reinventing the Steel by Pantera is upon us. Also, on November 18th, just three days ago, was the 30th anniversary of the Stephen King's It miniseries airing on TV, which I watched as a child. And if it was 30 years ago, I was fucking seven years old. Seven years old, watching that shit. My nieces wouldn't watch that shit now. I was seven. And it's funny because Pennywise comes back every 27 years, or 30, but... And then also the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air debuted 30 fucking years ago, I think in September. So 30 fucking years, I'm old as fuck, man. Everything's aging, especially me. Especially me, my parents, my nieces. That's one thing. It's like they're they're growing up, they're preteens. My second oldest niece is wearing makeup and I'm talking about just wanting to watch all these Christmas movies and she wants to watch Krampus and all these campy kind of horror-ish Christmas movies and shit. And I'm like, God damn it, they're preteens and they're going to be teenagers and I'm fucked. Three Negasonic teenage warheads in the house at one time. Yeah. And how was I at that time? When I was a teenager, I was kind of like this. An introvert. I didn't go out much. I went to school, did my homework, came back. And then I started to, you know, open, bust out of my shell, have friends and shit. Small group of friends, but those were the days. And now it's back to isolation. So now I'm, I guess I'm a preteen again, just in the house. Trying to hold on to my sanity. Feels like time's simultaneously flying by and then it's not. Oh, and I also watched, finally, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which was nostalgic in and of itself, because fucking Bill and Ted are old. They have daughters. I gotta say, I liked the movie. I did. All three of those movies, fucking Bill and Ted movies, that's the nostalgia thing. like everyone's aging, and I never had a problem with that other than, like, just the time flies and what do we do? Like, this year is probably never going to repeat itself. I hope not, at least not the death or the loss or the pain or the sickness. But a year off from life, like, when are we going to get that again? Probably never. And I'm sure people have better stories to share, but mine is just a, a lot of self-reflection self and introspection. And wondering, like, what the next step is. Like, I forget, like, last year I was, like, dead in it, fucking fighting to get a good six-month review at work and then finding out that I wasn't going to be considered to be kept on the job, but my boss actually fought to have me stay on. So if she hadn't done that, as much as I complained about her in previous episodes and shit, I wouldn't have had that job, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have this medical insurance I still have even though I'm not working so funny thing funny thing so I'm I'm thankful for that and I'm appreciative for that 
but I don't know. I, I thought it would bring the yucks, but I don't know. This this is a more of a not an in between episode, but it's like a. It's hard to get excited about stuff, but in the next episode I'll probably tell you guys about how I made pies and how Thanksgiving was. I I do plan on making pies. I'm I'm gonna make pies. I'm gonna get stuff to make pies, and I'm gonna make cranberry sauce from scratch. The Adam Carolla recipe, which is very easy. You just boil fucking cranberries. Put a little bit of sugar in there because they'll be sour or bitter. And then boil it, let it simmer. There's your cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce a la Corolla. Switching gears from supercalifragilistic existential crisis pod here. And let's hope that AOW does return because come on, who doesn't want to hear it? Love and dating in the time of COVID or crisis or Corona. That's pretty much I hear what I hear and see on all the dating apps. And that girl whose podcast I found through a dating app, that's literally what she's doing on the new episode. Is And I'm not, not going to give much more away. And I'm not... Why am I apologizing? I don't listen to that shit. Why would I want to listen to her and her girlfriends? wax intellectual about how to let guys seduce you and how to date and how to put yourself out there and what we're looking for in guys in the time of COVID. What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm ashamed to say she's from the state. So I feel like for me, my story, well, I'm guessing she has a podcast, but I think I talked about this in the last episode, like who advertises or podcasts on TikTok? Should I do that? Should I make a triumphant return to social media? I don't really miss it, to be honest. I don't miss the fucking ball ache and the ball breaking from not everyone, but certain characters. I don't miss it. I don't need it. I'm not saying I'm bored. It's just... The things I can control and the things that I like, the things that I enjoy that bring me small bits of joy are infinitely better than scrolling through a fucking feed to read about people's bullshit. Now the political shit, I mean, or the extremist bullshit. Not not if it's a genuine thought or feeling or idea, but if it's that shit, I don't need to read it. That news bullshit, don't need to see that. I don't miss it. I do miss the camaraderie, the sharing with people. The You miss that, but you don't want to overstep. So I don't. So once everything else is done outside and everything's fixed and most everything's done and like everything's copacetic for the most part. I don't live in anxiety like, oh, when is the other shoe going to drop? I just live in like I guess I'll harken back to the Sopranos, as I always do, but the regularness of life sometimes. And I'm not saying this year, this moment of crisis is regular, or I'm not trying to downplay it, but when you're as removed as you can get from any sort of hustle or bustle or, you know, Danger in that sense. How do you live with yourself? I'm finding out that I can live with myself just fine. That I can be alone. That I can read. That I can try and be creative. That I can do this thing. That I could plan stuff out. Small things. I'm not talking about grandiose fucking, oh, I'm going to move to Tibet or something. No. But every day I got to live with myself. Every day I got to wake up and take care of myself and make sure I make it through the day and make sure I don't pick up some bad habits or, or any of that stuff. And it's not easy. Not easy. It's also not easy not being able to confide or confirm in people or seek advice from people. But I guess that's why we have podcasts and Reddit and NPR unbiased stuff. Well, 
podcasts or TSD are, are more like for the yucks. So that I don't go crazy. So that I don't let this gray cloud that rolls over every now and then. So that I don't let it permanently stay on top of my head like a fucking dark halo. It's funny, the, the day went from sunny and bright to like drab and overcast and gray and shit. It's weird. But here we are. The Packers are playing the Colts tomorrow afternoon at 2. Packers are 7-2, and two, non-sequitur to football. Which is weird, they're number one in the NFC. Which is good though, I'm loving it. See, sports makes me happy. The prospect of the Packers making it to the Super Bowl makes me happy. The prospect of the Aaron Jones cereal being sold locally makes me happy. I might want to get a box of that shit. Yes, Aaron Jones, the running back from UTEP, who's now in the Packers, has his own cereal. Not important enough for me to go and seek out right now, but if I could buy a box, I would. And I would actually try it, not just to collect. Shit like that makes me happy. So Wonder Woman 84 is going to HBO Max. All this other shit's going straight to streaming, which is cool. The new Mandalorian episode was directed by Carla Weathers. I enjoyed it. I actually did. A lot of callbacks. Actually, Gia Carano been getting a lot of shit online. I don't give a fuck what her politics are, what her stance is on shit. I don't give a fuck what she tweets. I like her as an actress. I don't give a fuck about her political, social, social, social opinions, whatever the fuck. Now, I'm not saying she's a Nazi or she's a fucking homophobe or transphobe. People that form Twitter mobs need something better to do with their lives. But anyway... I liked the episode. She was badass in it. She's always been a badass. I liked her in, in the stuff I've seen her in. I think she was in Deadpool and shit like that. Another Disney property that I think Deadpool 3 is officially back on. Thank God. But I don't give a fuck what celebrities or actresses or actors tweet. I mean, unless it's really dire, unless they're like wearing a fucking Klansman hood or a fucking... Nazi SS uniform, but or killing a baby on their on their Instagram, but who gives a fuck what their political leanings are? Everybody's being a crybaby. I like her in the show. Now they're trying to get her off the show, but it works both ways. So she can do that. Johnny Depp gets fired from fucking Fantastic Beasts, and Amber Heard is still on for fucking Aquaman too. And the, Amber Heard is a cunt, and everybody knows that she's a cunt. She's a crazy cunt. So fuck Amber Heard. Well, hopefully they put Johnny back on as Captain Sparrow at least. Give him a fucking job, Disney. Jesus. Advocating for one of this world's greatest actors over here. Have they seen fucking Fear and Loathing? Fuck Amber Heard. As soon as she got on Rum Diary, she fucked everything up. Fuck her. She wasn't even that good in Aquaman. Fuck her. Oh, yeah. I think I got some of that pep back. Pep. I got so much pep, I'm going to take a nap after this because I'm fucking worn out. It's been emotional, but at least I got to celebrate my mom's 65th. Get to see the girls grow up. My second oldest niece, I think she has her 13th birthday next month. Shit. She's also obsessed with the movie Elf for some reason. Don't ask me why, but... I have no idea where adolescents get their obsessions. Hopefully she starts getting into Kevin Smith or 90s nostalgia shit. That's what I talked to her about. I was like, oh, your dad liked this. Your dad liked Jingle All the Way, which she watched. Which she watched. Both of them watched. He liked this, he liked Sopranos, blah, 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 etc. So, I don't know. I think my main anxiety is time. Either too much time or not enough time, which is weird because I should be living in the present. And the present is me doing what I love, which is this. And expressing my heartfelt thanks to you for listening, for caring, for checking in.
for texting if you do, and if you don't, that's fine too. Nothing but love for the homies, for all their families, everyone's families, their significant others, everybody. Hopefully everybody's okay. They're talking about dispersing the fucking vaccine here next month. The Rona vaccine. And yet, I see on some Nimrod's snaps, because that's primarily where I talk to my ex about, you know, her grandma passing away and shit. Then I mistakenly check on some other people that I, I don't know how I randomly added these people on Snap, but they're at bars. I think they're, they got to be from dating sites or whatever from last year. I don't even remember, but I tapped it. And apparently now this person works as a, at one of these testing sites for coronavirus, which have been popping up all over town because there's a need. So there's work or the, or before these people, you know, they, they probably worked in the service industry or whatever. And now they don't, but anyway, so they're at the testing sites. And then after the testing sites, they're at bars, strip clubs, and the motherfuckers inside the bars and strip clubs are wearing chin diapers or not wearing masks at all. So the testing site people aren't even practicing this safe shit. So what does it matter? Huh? I mean, if they said this shit stopped already and hey, we're having no cover at the strip club, would I go? I probably would. No, not really. Honestly, wouldn't I haven't been to strip clubs since I was twenty something. Not not even in my thirties, I don't think. I think the last time I went, I was like twenty eight or twenty nine, honestly. So, and it was, and I only strictly believe it or not. Yes, I know what happens in strip clubs and what's there, but I strictly only went there so that I can have a place to drink. And this was with people that I was friends with from an old warehouse job. But you quickly learn that the more you go to these places, uh, the more your fucking hard-earned money runs out. So, I mean, I would like to go to Satin Dolls, the Bing, one time. I'd like to do the Sopranos tour when I get to Jersey again. I'd like to do that with the homies, go see all the spots, the Sopranos, the real-life shit. Because that's interesting to me. I don't know. I think about everybody. I think about everybody's families and everybody's health and well-being. Your fiancés, your boyfriends, girlfriends, aunts, uncles, grandparents, parents, nieces, nephews, dogs, Juno. I'm a doll. They're both huskies. So I think about all that shit. I think about people that I care about every day. In case you were wondering if I do or not, I do. Even the crazy ones. Yeah, I do. I guess I should leave off with been having conversations with somebody who reminded me how much I dig the Deftones and Corn. And yes, they're female. They're about the same age. They're intelligent and educated and I don't know. Those conversations that we have are... are really interesting and really they're not they don't make me anxious they don't make me think like are they interrogating me or are they going to use this against me no this, this is somebody that knows me but doesn't know I don't know how to explain it I don't know I don't even know what I'm talking about I'm talking to somebody who's cool is all I'm saying and no, it's not just me. And no, it's not a figment of my imagination. But I probably shouldn't give too many details anyway, other than she's cool. It's nothing to write home about. It's not like wedding bells or alarm bells or anything. It's just somebody that's not a conniving, fucking, two-faced hypocrite. I'll say that much. If the shoe fucking fits. But just know that they're really cool. And I literally did nothing other than respond. And, and that's cool. And it's a fun conversation. And it's one of the things that I enjoy from all of this is talking to somebody that's actually listening and doesn't love to hear themselves talk and doesn't love to whine or complain. Doesn't 
well, at least on the surface and for now, it doesn't fucking have an emotional fucking hemorrhage and try to use you for an emotional tampon. And maybe this doesn't make sense to the listener, so I'll stop there. But I'm enjoying conversations with this person. She's cool. And we like the same shit. Like corn and Deftones. And just at first glance, I wouldn't think that she was into the metal, but hey, I always assumed that attractive people my age or younger or whatever just don't like and and this person is not like a fucking not robbing the cradle or anything like that i don't like that shit but just would not assume that we have the same interests but i guess i'll leave it at that i mean silver linings that old diamonds in the rough maybe i'm over hyping it but she's cool it's all cool in that respect i feel a little better but I still worry about the world. I worry about my sanity. I worry about my family, as I'm sure everyone else does. So let's be thankful. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Get the vaccine. Get a flu shot. The world's slowly correcting itself. I love you all. Thank you for listening. I'll return with the yucks post-Thanksgiving. And I want to say, think about you all. I love you all. Keep listening. Tweet, email, you know the drill. This has been El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. I do love you for listening. may not say it enough. I think about you. And if my nieces listen to this in the future, I love you guys to death. Even if you're listening years and years and years from now, I love you guys. And I shall return next week with another installment. This has been El Paso's best motherfucking podcast. Till then, I shall say al rato. Love you guys. Al rato. Orale. Laters. Bye.